I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, October 3rd. Discover Quincy has won an $85,000 state grant for renovating and enhancing the Quincy Welcome Center in Quincy Center. That grant is part of $2 million in state grants awarded to 45 cultural and tourism projects across Massachusetts. Discover Quincy will also use its grant to implement the first phase of a coordinated legible city wayfinding system with the Welcome Center as its hub. That system will allow tourists to locate and learn about historic attractions across the city. The state grants are meant to strengthen the state economy through projects that enhance tourism resources and infrastructure. A summer job at an ice cream shop is as iconic in Massachusetts as the dessert itself. Only in Plymouth, the doors are closed at a Cold Stone Creamery. The workers and the health department have shut it down. Customers showed up to find a note on the door saying the workers were tired of not being paid and that the health department ordered them to close. The group has taken their concerns to the attorney general's office, which confirms they have three complaints against the franchise so far. The AG would not confirm or deny if they're currently investigating, but workers said they received a call from an investigator within the AG's office. The health department has been by the shop four times, and twice they forced the workers to close the store. The reason is because no one on staff was serve safe certified. It is a certificate for passing a course that teaches basic safety protocols for operating a restaurant. Amid rapidly increasing child care costs and the end of pandemic era child care funding, Governor Mara Healy's administration is making significant policy changes to state child care financial assistance programs with the goal of making them more accessible. The updated regulations and policies will simplify the application process for parents, reduce paperwork for families and early education programs, and better support the state's most vulnerable families. In terms of efficiency, Healy's office and the Department of Early Education and Care, which runs the programs, reduced and eliminated unnecessary and duplicative paperwork and reporting requirements that create an undue burden for parents. The agency also streamlined the financial assistance process by better aligning it with partner agencies such as the Department of Transitional Assistance and the Department of Children and Families. The agency has been working with stakeholders to identify what changes needed to be made for the last year and a half. The policy changes will impact the about 58,000 children and their families who use the assistance programs to help pay for child care, early education, and after-school programs. The programs allow the state to pay for the services directly, sometimes at no cost to the parents. Money for the programs comes from both the federal government and through the state budget. This year, Healy's office said her administration and the legislature put $778 million towards child care financial assistance, an increase of $60 million over the prior fiscal year. Right now, about 56% of licensed early education and child care programs in the state utilize the programs to provide care for low-income or subsidized students. Well, this International Wrongful Conviction Day 
A group gathered at the State House yesterday to call for financial compensation for those who were wrongfully convicted. Those wrongfully convicted and their families are working toward a bill that would offer compensation based on the number of years they were in prison. They gathered yesterday to draw attention to the cause. Among them was Sean Ellis, a man whose wrongful conviction case drew international attention and became the focus of a Netflix docu-series. Ellis spent 22 years behind bars over a corrupt police homicide investigation. He was convicted in 1995 for the murder of a Boston police detective. The city paid him $16 million in a settlement two years ago. But others like him aren't getting that kind of compensation from the Commonwealth. Now Ellis and other exonerees are pushing for more support from the state for those who spend years in prison for crimes they didn't commit. Ellis is part of the New England Innocence Project, which was founded to help fight the injustices. The legislation would lift a million-dollar cap on compensation for wrongfully convicted people connect them with support services, and provide a $5,000 check immediately upon release. The bills are now before the Joint Committee on the Judiciary. Supporters are hoping it's reported out favorably. A 95-year-old painter and his family threatened with eviction from the Provincetown Dune Shack they've helped care for and occupy for nearly eight decades have won a reprieve. A legal team representing the painter worked out an agreement with federal officials that allows Salvatore Del Deo and his family to continue to live in and maintain the shack for five years, according to his son. The shack is one of a number dotting the more remote stretches of the Cape Cod National Seashore, located within the Peak Tills Bars Historic District in Provincetown and Truro. The isolated shacks have no electricity or indoor plumbing and are prized for their uninterrupted solitude. Family was abruptly evicted by the National Park Service during the summer when the agency opted to start a bidding process to let the public apply for up to 10-year leases to occupy eight of the shacks. The shack occupied by the Deldeos was not among those eight, but could be included in future bidding rounds. The son said the family opted to fight the eviction in part because of their decades-long connection to the shack. The shacks have attracted artists, writers, and thinkers for more than a hundred years and are haphazard constructions by design. He said that despite the eviction notice, the family refused to take their possessions out of the shack. Ultimately, the pro bono lawyers working for the family were able to help negotiate a deal with the help of the Interior Department that will allow them to lease the shack annually for another five years. Romolo Del Deo said those involved with the deal worked to wrap up the agreement before any government shutdown so the family could be back in the shack to celebrate the anniversary of the birthday of their late mother, Josephine, who helped with the creation of the Cape Cod National Seashore. A check of business news. This morning, stocks are mixed. The Dow is down 74. The Nasdaq was up 88. The S&P rose just a fraction. Asian markets declined following that mixed session on Wall Street. The dollar rose, and oil is trading at $88 a barrel. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, mostly sunny and mild with a high of 82 degrees. Clear tonight, low around 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, again warm, high of 80. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high of 78. Maybe a shower Friday 
at a high 72. For the boater, waves about a foot, southwest winds at 5 knots, high tide right before 3 p.m. Sunrise 642, set at 622. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, October 3rd.